Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Thursday, everyone. We have been studying the gear that God has given us to overcome the enemies of life. And we have seen that the belt of truth helps us to overcome deceitfulness, that the breastplate of righteousness helps us to overcome guilt, and presently we're looking at the shoes of preparation that helps us to overcome negligence. All of these things are enemies that will destroy our life unless we avail ourselves of the armor God has given us to overcome them. We have seen that these shoes of preparation bring us the good news of peace. Now, we have been thus far just sort of looking at it in a general sense that when we're prepared, we'll have peace in our heart. But there's another aspect of looking at this, and that is we need to use the shoes of preparation to be ready to share the good news of peace, which is the good news of what Christ has done on the cross. And that's what we started to look at yesterday. The scripture says, he that wins souls is wise. It's a very wise thing to put our attention and energy towards winning souls. And also, you need to be wise in order to win souls. The Bible likens it to being fishers of men. And in the natural, there are good and bad fishermen. They're not all the same. Some fishermen can attract fish, and other fishermen drive them away. We need to prepare ourselves to be a wise fisherman. And Jesus said, I will make you fishers of men. And so this is a prime responsibility that we have as Christians to share our faith with others and to share it in a wise and effective manner. Right at the beginning of the church, just before the Holy Spirit was poured out, Jesus told his disciples that they should go to the upper room and wait for the power of the Holy Spirit. It says in Acts 1 and verse 8, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And so right from the beginning there was this call for us to be witnesses, to be lights in this world. Now we need the power of the Holy Spirit to do this. He produces the changes within us that we are to witness to. He empowers us. He enables us. But just as in everything else, there is a part that we have to play. The Holy Spirit will prompt us. He will open doors for us. But we have to step through those doors. We have to be prepared to share our witness. And so many Christians do not share their witness because they don't feel prepared to do so. They feel awkward. They think if they start talking to someone, they're going to stumble. They don't know exactly what to say. Uh, even if someone came right up to them and said, tell me what it means to be a Christian, they wouldn't be able to clearly share that. Why? Because they've never thought it through. They've never put their experience into words. They've never organized their thoughts. They haven't prepared to share how God began to work in their life, how he began to draw them, how he began to reveal himself to them. 
And so many times because of awkwardness, we don't share at all. Or if we do share, we stumble and it's ineffective. So one aspect of these shoes of preparation is to prepare ourselves so we can share the gospel of Jesus Christ with others. Now to do so, it's basically two things you need to share. Number one, you need to share your story and you need to share his story. In other words, first you need to be able to share what God has done in your life. And secondly, you need to be able to tell his story of what he accomplished on the cross. Why did Jesus go to the cross? Why did he have to die? How are our sins forgiven? These are things that as Christians should just be our stock and trade. I mean, we need to have thought these things through. We need to know the truth of the scriptures so we can share it. And we need to be able to share how it became meaningful in our own lives. This is very, very important for us to do. Now, it's not my intention in this study to go into the depths of this, but let me just give you some brief guidelines in this. When you're sharing your story, you need to start with what your life was like before you became a Christian. And without Christ, there is always an emptiness in some way within a person. And it will differ from person to person. It doesn't mean that we have a terrible life. Some people do have a terrible life. But many people have a comfortable life. But there's still something missing. And so if you can identify what was that thing that was missing in your life? What were you longing for? And then secondly, how did you begin to realize that you needed Christ and he would be the one to fill that void? Think it through. Think of the experiences in your life. And then thirdly, remember and think through the details of how you actually accepted Christ. Where were you? Were you in church? Were you talking to a friend or a neighbor? Were you reading a book? Were you listening to someone on television? What were the actual details of the point where you surrendered? You asked God to forgive you of your sins and you accepted him into your life. That's the third aspect. And then the fourth aspect, how did that change your life? What difference did accepting Christ make in your life? Now, this is the essence of your story. What you were like before you became a Christian. How you realized that you needed to follow Jesus. Thirdly, what were the details of when you actually accepted Christ? And then, how did it change your life? How have you been since? Just like everything else we do, you have to prepare to do this. You need to think this through, go over it in your mind, so you can present it clearly. We prepare for work. We prepare for a sporting event. We prepare for every other kind of activity that's important to us. We should prepare for this activity of sharing our witness with others. So whether you have five minutes to share it or whether you have a more relaxed time when you're sitting with an individual, you can adapt your story to meet the situation that you're in so that you're ready, as the Bible says, to give an answer to anyone who asks you for the reason of the hope that's within you. You need to have an answer. You need to have prepared yourself so you can share your story. Once you've prepared your testimony, then you need to look for open doors to share it. Listen to what Paul said in Colossians 4 and verse 3. 
Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in chains and that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Do you see how Paul is saying the very same thing that I've just expressed to you? His prayer request to this church was that they would pray for him that he would have open doors to share the gospel and that he would know how he ought to speak and that he would speak with his words seasoned with salt. You know, just in the natural, when you eat something, it goes down so much better if there's some salt on it. And the same with our words. You know, there's a way to share truth, but it's really unpalatable. We haven't thought it through. We've just sort of thrown it before the person. We haven't made it tasty to them. And so you need to think through your testimony so you can share it seasoned with salt in an appetizing way. I tell you, people are looking for answers today. They may not know that they're looking for Christ, but they know they have emptiness They know there's something missing from their life. And others have really messed up their life. They know they need something. And so we need to be alert and share our testimony with people wherever we find them. This is one of the things that we should learn as we go to church. Because the Bible says that pastors and spiritual leaders in the church are to equip the people for works of ministry. And this is part of the work that we're to be involved in. And so I encourage you, find a church that helps you and equips you to share the gospel with other people. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 3 says this, How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Now this is the ultimate neglect that we can have. If we neglect our own salvation. You know, many people do. They may have gone to church as a child. They may have even prayed a prayer when they were young, but they have neglected their salvation. Or you may have a friend or a neighbor or a relative who is a Christian and and they've spoken to you, but you've not acted on it. You've had times when you're drawn towards it. You may have laid awake at night on your bed and thought about these things and said, you know, I really need to get right with God. But you've just neglected it. You've just put it off. It's been something that's there, but you haven't acted on it. You've said to yourself, I really should look into this and see if there's any reality to it. But again, you've neglected it. This scripture says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Because folks, over everyone's head is hanging judgment. Judgment because of the sins that we have committed. And really, this comes back to what his story is. Jesus came to save his people from their sins. We are going to be judged because of our sin, because it goes against the very nature of God. He has no choice but to judge us. But he's not willing that any should perish. And so Jesus came without sin, and he took the sins of all the world upon himself. He died on the cross and paid the penalty for our sins. And he made a way for everyone to come to God. But the scripture only way 
He is the only provision of salvation because He alone was able to satisfy the demands of our sin. The wages of sin is death. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. No one else has done that. And even if they wanted to, they couldn't because they would have had to die for their own sins. But Jesus was the spotless Lamb of God. He died on the cross for our sins. He made a way for us to come to Him. All we have to do is humble ourselves and say, Lord, I receive your provision of salvation. When we do, He puts His Spirit within us and He begins to change us from the inside out. This is the good news of what Christ has done. It's available to every person, but we need to receive it. I ask you today, will you receive it? Don't neglect it any longer. Bow before the Lord, acknowledge Him as God, and accept His salvation. Father, I pray right now that people will do that. In the name of Jesus, amen. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. Take note that we are now meeting again in person at 9.30 and 11.30 and are following all the recommended protocols. We are also continuing our online service at 10.30. Be sure to join us for one of these services. To learn more about us, check out our website at kwcf.org. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.